Hello, Buzz and Buddy. This is your host, Angelia, and thank you for joining me as we explore the topics of passion, healing, and growth. So let's get started on our deep conversation. Buddies, this is your podcast host, Angelia, and you are listening to Deep Conversations. This episode, we'll be going over the profound experience that I had um, swimming Alcatraz, one of the most famous swims you can do in the world. As you know, my style is off the cuff. I don't want to be burdened any longer with making things perfect. I've noticed that life is not, and trying to adhere what I want to say to the world to that level of perfection doesn't make sense. So follow me on this journey of being authentic and what I want to say. I will say that even when you practice for something, you don't really know what to experience until you experience it. And that sounds kind of funny to say, but I definitely felt I just I definitely felt the miles. <laughs> Um, I was very lucky that the water has salt, so I didn't have to worry about the anxiety of drowning. Um, I did experience wildlife, so stay tuned for that story. Um, you know, I had prepared weekly going in Aquatic Cove, which is by Ghirardelli Square in San Francisco. You know, and as a kid, I always thought it was kind of wild how people would swim in the ocean um, as I was driving over the Golden Gate Bridge. And I always thought how it would be impossible for me to do that. And I think that's probably the theme that I can take away from swimming Alcatraz. Is, is being able to do things that you thought you couldn't. And then thinking you need a skill set when really a lot of the skill is driven by the mind and your mindset. And I'm sure I sound like, sound like a sports motivational speaker, but I think there's something to be said for me being able to observe that in real time during that moment when I realized that it that it was my mind that made my arms go it was my mind that said you know we're persevering here I guess I should start at the beginning by saying that it's always been on my list 
to try this. You know, I've lived a life of dreams, but never the reality. And recently I've been reflecting after the race on my ability to put anything that I put my mind to and that my reality is curated by the choices and habits that I do each day. And again, this sounds like things that you've heard before, but when it is hitting you real time, well, it's it's an experience. And so, as I said, this, this dream of wanting to do it, I don't know, I feel like sometimes people hold dreams close enough so they feel like they're achieving something, but maybe... But maybe folks may relate to what I have come to realize, which is maybe my dreams are at an arm's distance because if I achieve them, then then sort of like what comes after that, you know? Like, if one spends their life chasing their dreams, I mean, that sounds like an ambitious story. Someone who accomplished their dreams, that's also a good story. I guess maybe there's also the acknowledgement of the struggle on both parts. My mind's thinking freely here and maybe that gets me in trouble. But when I was in the water, all the moments that I wished people were far, far away. I realized I didn't want that. When the sky is above you and the ocean is beneath you and You're not a marine biologist and you're not a U.S., you know, military individual. You find yourself feeling hopeless. I mean, you have your adrenaline running and then then you just realize the sea and the sky... And the landmarks are all the same and it doesn't matter which direction you're swimming. You just feel this current pulling you. And I'm sure you can imagine at this time. Oops. (laughs) I dropped the mic. I'm sure you can imagine at this time is when I had a panic attack. Um, I thought I was going to die in the ocean. Okay. Every scary like movie I had ever watched like all the sharks I thought that could ever come towards me, I thought were there. And, um, once again, it's not about skill, it's about mind. It wasn't a timed competition, but I was with a very athletic group. I realized that I was so blessed to have Emily. She is a godsend in a kayak. So I definitely recommend if anyone's thinking of doing this, 
Um, definitely go with a swim club or a competition if you think you can keep up. Um, it is not something that you just go do. Like, the Coast Guard would have to save you if you get taken out by a current. And I'm a good swimmer. I'm good at spotting. This was hard. Um, my landmarks became higher and higher off the ground. But if you look at my map, I think I did a pretty good job of doing what we were told to do. I would say that whoever built that prison knew a thing or two about how intense those waters were. Um, and it certainly would take someone, you know, athletic, not making any noise, and able to successfully make it through the wildlife. Um, I learned while I was there that needing a wetsuit is actually the sign of a rookie. Um, the ultimate goal is to be okay with your aged body going into the cold waters with nothing but a bathing suit and your goggles and your swim cap. There are people on the boat that you take that have great pride in being able to do that. I was very impressed that I swam with someone who was a child, like a minor, 17. Um, And it made me think. And this is full circle, folks, because if you listen to my podcast, you know I have a mini-series I'm emotionally working through um, about the grief of my mom and the five stages of grief. And the full circle part here, folks, full circle part is that everything I wanted to do in my life was substantially stifled by my mother's death and my lack of community as I moved through those very intense emotions as well as the several traumas I experienced. I needed people, I knew I needed people, and I was hard to want to need help from. Nonetheless, I realized how stifled my mom's death made my made my 20s would I have swam Alcatraz if I didn't limit myself to cost and ability I mean I swam Alcatraz and there were people that were better than me what else 
am I missing out on because I feel like I need to have the skill set and the community. What I realized is that the people are in the water if you're doing it right. I'm sorry I'm getting emotional, but this is a very powerful analogy. But something I noticed when I was in the water, I was thinking this way. That life is literally swimming in dark waters, not knowing what is beneath you, and looking around, seeing everyone swimming ahead of you, and you're like legit not clear how they're doing that when there is water in your face and everything burns from the salt. And then there's people like Emily. And then there's the person that like just generally developed the concept of a kayak. And then you realized how many humans before you helped develop and shape the space you get to consume right now. And am I going to use that and not succeed? Success, I've realized, isn't being first. It's just getting to the end. I won't lie, folks. There was a moment where I became frustrated with the current. Which is likely a metaphor for my life. And it caused me to stop swimming. And I looked up at Emily and I said, Emily... You keep saying I'm going the right direction and I feel like I'm not going anywhere. The sky and everything looks the same. And I looked at her and I said I didn't realize how much of this was mental. And she said 90% of this is mental. And I said, Emily, I'm, I'm going to need your help with me to get through this. Um, can you spot me as I make it through? Because the current was just really pushing me. And uh, sorry if you had to hear me crack. I, I, my body hurting is for a different day and I'm related to this. Um, nonetheless, just in the breath, that I stopped and I decided that I was going to ponder whether I continue or whether I don't. And I'm not a quitter, folks. And I wasn't the only one either. (laughs) Um, It's a hard race. Folks, I don't know if you know the story of white feathers in my life. I'll keep it brief because it should be its own episode. But I'll let you know that my mother and my guardian angels and God and Jesus, the, the, the spiritual family that I hold in my heart, presents itself as a white feather or a white butterfly. Interesting how those specific symbols have played out in my life as it relates to the messages that I believe I'm receiving from a higher power. Now, 
Some people call these Godwinks. That's what I like to call it. It's 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 just the ability to discern and see what God is trying to tell you. And um, there's just these little moments in my life where it's profound that there's a white feather as a Jesuit Catholic, I, um, I see God in all things. And so seeing a white feather can be very profound for me specifically. You would be very surprised the moments that I have found a white feather in my life. Like I said, another episode for another day. Nonetheless, what if I told you in that space where I was thinking about whether I continue or whether I don't? Sorry, I live in San Francisco. We are just moving through the podcast. We are not taking excuses. We are not delaying. We are not allowing for imperfections to stop me. So if you heard the honking bus, I apologize. Nonetheless, what I'm telling you is that out of the entire Bay Area, in the physical Bay Area, if that makes sense, like the space that consumes the bay water, okay? Um, I have never seen a white feather in there, okay? Um, There was literally light shining on this one white feather. And this Emily, this lady, reaches out of her kayak to grab it and goes, oh, look, a white feather. Not knowing about the white feather situation with me and how profound it is, which continue, which obviously continued the narrative for me, how spiritual and profound the finding of this feather was because she was reaching out for it, not knowing. And she even said, I don't know what drove me to do this. I just, I just picked it up and I said, I need you to know my mother comes to me as a white feather. In these like moments that I that I wish I had family, that I wish that I didn't feel like alone, you know? And if this swim was a metaphor for life, it was profound that I was walking with someone in my reality, well rather swimming with someone in my reality just keep swimming, just keep swimming. And when I felt down and the person beside me, my Simon, if you're a religious person, Simon, the person who carried the cross of Jesus when he was going through the passion. Sometimes even, I mean, Simon still gave the cross back to Jesus. If I understand that correctly. And if I don't, please correct me because, um, well, because that means correcting. my point is is that sometimes the struggles in life are really just between a you, your mind and what you believe that gets you to that next step that white feather might as well have been a red bull it gave me wings that I did not I am not sponsoring them by the way um, I did not think this isn't an ad for that, you know. Um, but I did not 
expect to have such a substantial reaction um, to to doing that to the point where even Emily was like wow you're kicking ass you know she was like you are just swimming so well and she wasn't saying that to butter me up I mean we were literally starting to pass people um and it's those little boosts that I I I seek and I yearn for when I feel low and it just felt so meta so spiritual so metaphoric to and euphoric to to like have something play out a literal metaphor for life in the exact way that I personally struggle with the frustration and how it stops me seeing the the white feather during a moment of struggle and how it propels me but then also looking around and seeing where everyone is in support and and also having done it before and also needing in 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 the in between and 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 realizing how much i enjoy civilization um you know when you really only have yourself and salt water well you'll start to notice how scary that is when you hear what happened next so i am propelling i am propelling to the point like i don't know if folks know this but i can hold my breath for like a long time we're talking over 45 seconds over a minute sometimes and when i was swimming in high school sometimes over that i could go from one length of the pool to the other holding my breath entirely so sometimes when i'm thinking and not do you know and doing i forget that i need to be breathing and so i needed to like stop to just legit catch my air um i would definitely say that it is an endurance swim definitely have your cardio up for the swim um i you guys i'm swimming i'm swimming I'm swimming. I go to backstroke to give my, my arms a, a, a break from uh, front stroke. Because again, I told you I have an arm thing going on. And next thing you know, I just flip back to my front and I'm just like, <sighs> with my breath. And I like, stop. But I feel sort of like, it's weird because it's the ocean and everything's moving, but like I stopped, but I also felt forced stopped. Like, you know, when you bump into somebody in the grocery store, when you're looking at every single thing that you can buy and you get disrupted by that. So I was in a flow. I was in a jam. Okay. And when I want to stop to catch a breath, I am simultaneously bumped by none other than guess what guys? a jellyfish. I look down and there is a head of a jellyfish bigger than me. And I am telling you right now, if I was not wearing my wetsuit, I would have definitely been stung. Okay. However, given the previous mindset of just being like, whoa, look at the water and the ocean come into one space and the city is over there and also preface that I have been in the bay waters like in a boat so being in it just as the human me was 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 a lot 
um, this jellyfish, okay? And now one of the guys in the boats named Michael was trying to convince me. And another thing, you will find that people that saved me in my life will be named Michael or also my demise named Michael. There is a spectrum there. Nonetheless, this guy named Michael's like, it's probably seaweed. And I was like, I've been, this is where, you know, what I've been doing for this long has come into my aid. I was like, I've been doing this every week at Aquatic Park. I run into seaweed and, and, and they're like, this is not it, you know? And, and luckily, luckily Emily was there and she was like, that was definitely a jellyfish. Now, I don't know if anyone has seen Finding Nemo, but if you remember the jellyfish scene, okay, what do jellyfish do? They swim in packs. So I wasn't the only one being confronted by jellyfish okay and they have these like bulbous heads that are like clear okay and but like kind of milky white it, it it's a jellyfish you know and um shout out to the Port- portuguese man of war they are the most deadliest uh jellyfish and i just you know i'm portuguese there we go did not expect to run into a jellyfish and i'm like okay do i like oh say excuse me no i got a little stressed instantly went back to the shark vibes um but then i was okay um i didn't like that i had to like swim to the finish line and then swim out to like the boat but i get why because it's anchored and stuff but you're just so exhausted that like swimming more well just you know you realize that you're not doing a full swim you sort of like breaststroke it to the boat but I will say that Hail Mary's focusing on the sky, focusing on my ability to breathe, focusing on the fact that it was a finite experiencing, focusing on the fact that it will make me a better person at the end and that it will come out of that water a better and different person. I mean, if that is not a metaphor for life. And so I would say that each day I am trying to approach my situations even better with this understanding that when I make a decision about something I want to do in my life, I research it, I do it, and I try to get it done. And I've noticed that if something isn't getting done, it's either because of fear or sub, some sub-branch that when you really think about it, stems right back to fear. And when I noticed that I was getting frustrated with myself, what I really had was a fear of staying, being left behind. A fear of being finishing last. A fear of not being successful at the race. A fear of, oh shit, can I not do this? Is it actually as hard as people say? And so when I reached that finish line, I straight up screamed, I just swam Alcatraz and I did it. Because sometimes you work so hard you earn. Sort of gloating just a little bit at the end of the finish line. And um, I got to welcome my friend in from her swim. And it felt good to be around people that understand the 
commitment to one's body and breath and honestly just integrity saying what you're gonna do and I said that I was going to swim Alcatraz and I did it now if you've listened to my previous episodes you know that on my bucket list also remember I'm trying not to use that um the next thing to accomplish on my list of achievements we're still curating what we want to call my life goals my life experience list there we go my life experience list I want to include jumping out of an airplane there have been a couple friends who have wanted to go but due to circumstances outside of the podcast um they have fallen through the money is there the place is chosen now it's just transportation and time so that's also something i'm going to be moving through and just to maybe wrap it up in a bow here for you folks I realized that I am not spending enough time accomplishing what it is I want to do in life that I have an idea of what I want to produce in the future but that future is always there and the accomplishment isn't And so I am publicly saying to myself that I want to be a lawyer, that I want to at least visit Portugal to reclaim my roots as a Luso-American. Look it up. It's a version of Latin. And I want to be fluent in either Spanish or Portuguese or both. I want to have my dogs trained and I want to be making the world a better place with the like the most action that I can put forward with what I'm able to control and I just realized that the time is now and sometimes it legit takes going on a swim to Alcatraz to realize that time is finite. It's not if I die, folks. It is when. It is literally when. When does Angelia die? Thankfully, it wasn't during (laughs) my amazing swim through Alcatraz, which, by the way, folks, if you want an exhilarating opportunity for your mind to realize that you can put anything you put your mind to, I highly recommend doing it. I highly recommend not collecting things in thy life, but, but, but experiences that you can take with you. As you will come to learn in my storytelling, I have experienced a lot of things in the last year that shouldn't have happened because the law says it shouldn't. Because good morality says that it shouldn't. Because if you're a decent human being, you wouldn't. 
one of the themes I'm noticing in my life, because I notice that the universe communicates with me for repetitive themes in different situations in my life, the current theme is that it's going to be hard. It doesn't matter if I choose to live in Portugal or America. There's going to be things I don't like. It doesn't matter if I speak English, Portuguese, or Spanish. There are going to be people that do not understand what I am saying and will live to misunderstand me or legit, legit don't know the language that I'm speaking. Like, it made me realize that yes, there are people better, but there are also people that are still being held behind by their fear of the sharks, of the, are you going to run into a jellyfish? The, you know, is it deep? You know, and here's what I realized, folks, the world is covered in plastic. Apparently the Bay Area is like very high and having microplastics in the water. And I swam in that. And what I'm saying is the time is now. Two weeks from now, maybe there's an oil spill and now I can't go. I mean, we had a whole algae bloom. What if, you know, this same race was in Oakland or something? So where, where that algae bloom was like affecting folks and you were not allowed to go in the water. And so what I'm saying is, is like the time is now. Like when everything aligns... I thought that was only for, like, shoes in my size where, oh, I have to get it now because it won't be there. That's also, like, experiences in life. Like, I hurt in my upper portion of my body from reasons that I can't get into right now. Legal reasons. But, you know, one only gets older. One only gets more tied down in life, whatever that is. And so when life presents you with an opportunity to jump into the ocean and swim three miles with people that know what they're doing so you can safely succeed in the task of swimming from an old prison to the shore of a yacht club, like you can do it. And then what I found is that you get to say that you did it. And not everyone needs to know the part where it was hard. Sometimes you just get to bask in the glory that it's done. And that is the main focal point of my podcast, my brand, my everything, is the showing of the process Unfortunately, I have trauma, so isolating and not believing in myself and not thinking that I can do things is a part of that. But it's also like why I want to do this, because I think it's important to show someone else. Like, you can do it. You can be bullied. You can be mistreated by adult men as a child. You can be abused by your mentally ill mother, you can just literally have so many different what we call ACEs, adverse child traumas, um, experiences rather. And I have all 10 folks. 
I encourage you to look it up. I will probably put some information in the link. But I just... It, it, in the links below, like, or wherever links are on podcasts, guys. Look into what your traumas are. It is un... It's inappropriate to think that it doesn't happen in all walks of life. Um, up, down, high, low, rich, poor, whatever. Um, and then kind of see how that's shaping your life. And so, yes, maybe you came on this podcast to hear, okay, what do you do here? What do you do here? What do you do here? Well, if you made it this far, here's the answer. You meet on Jackson and Jones, um, do it through the Dolphin Club. Um, You go on a boat, they boat you out to right near the back end of Alcatraz, and then you pick a point to swim. They show you where the ebbs and flows are so that you can, like, landmark where you're getting because it is hard to tell and then there's folks in kayaks that will help you weirdly enough there's a whole fly situation that you don't realize if someone wants to tell me about the astros physics as it relates to how flies know to be in the boat with you that's cool um please comment and let me know call in let let this show know how that happens i love me a nerd um please hit up my DMs. But seriously, guys, it's a blast. I totally recommend it. And I definitely want people to move into the next few months before 2023 rears its head. What are you doing to be profound in your life? When someone says, what did you do when you were this age? What did you do when you were this age? What did you do? Can you say, oh, I checked this off, I checked this off. And I know that that sounds like a state of privilege. I am honoring that. But the purpose of me sharing this is for my own realization that I can be going through, you know, illegal evictions, illegal terminations, you know, not feeling a sense of belonging or community, being an orphan, but still moving through life. And if I picked up anything, it was probably that in my 20s, that you gotta keep going. You know, there were days of my 20s that were just like days and days stuck in bed, minimally moving. My body felt like a prison. And so what I will end with is this. It felt very moving to visually have a prison of who I was and how I was engaging with the world and everything that I had dealt with in my 20s. And swimming away, escaping the Alcatraz of my life and budding into a new me. I mean, what do you do when you like escape prison? Don't you, I mean, I don't know, I've never escaped prison, but I imagine you, you know, get a new alias, et cetera, et cetera. So what am I doing to be different? What am I doing to not repeat the patterns that came before? And I'll tell you what it is. I'm no longer relying on motivation, on others, on external factor to get the things that need accomplishing in my life as I perceive them being given to me as my purpose from a higher power. 
And I will continue to give that purpose until my dying day. And folks, that is why we are here at the 39th and minute, 40th minute. It is because we are all working to have deeper connection, authenticity, and a desire to see how the heck are we getting through this thing called life. And I am telling you, it is through consistency. It is through having some skills and believing you can do it anyway and believing that there will be people there when you land. I am an orphan, folks. I could not rely on family for a lot of things in my lifetime. And I don't know why it took me swimming Alcatraz to realize that there will be people there with the experience of where you have already been, folks, right there when you are where you need to be. And so I am moving through this decade of my life, no longer holding back for a lover, for a friend, for what so-and-so said, for this thing that somebody is doing illegally, for whatever reason. I am moving forward with love and light and a little bit of spiciness. I mean, even St. Peter struggled with being a little spicy. So that's it, folks. That's swimming Alcatraz. You swim it and you think you're playing with the sharks and running into jellyfish and seeing, I mean, I mean, swimming in the same waters as like the pelicans that were here and, and the sea lions and stuff. I mean, we weren't terribly close to like affect them as like wild versus human, but definitely a moving experience to really be in just like my human nature um, and not having to be angry to be in it. So, thank you for listening. Thank you for being along for the journey. I hope you feel as tired and um, wet as I did coming out of the water. Um, And I just mean that I hope my storytelling gave you a similar experience of being in the ocean. And the mindset that you'll go through as you move through wild open waters nothing is controlled in that environment too much by humans and it's interesting to just be in a space like that with no ground underneath you i mean the metaphor keeps going folks the metaphor keeps going you know and so just i'm gonna take it with me the rest of my life Thank you, Buzz and Buddies, for being along for the journey. And look forward to more of this deep conversation, you know? I mean, I get in trouble a lot of the times for monologuing in my conversations with folks. And so it's like, why not just have the conversation I'd have anyway, okay? Like, with my mic for people in a way that they want to consume. If you had to pause me to go answer the door, great. Too many people have to say, oh, excuse me, you know, I have to interrupt, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no. Consume me in a way that works for you, but consume it. Because it's probably, a, you know, a lot more 
I mean, now I'm going to sound like I'm tuning my horn, but it's, it's a lot more in-depth. And sometimes folks like don't like to go there, and that's okay. But I'm glad that you did, Bosom Buddy. I'm glad you did. And I'm so glad that I am taking time to build a community that is going to understand that and me. Sometimes you have to build the table. And we're building it, Bosom Buddies. We are building it. A great day, a great weekend. And if you don't, that's okay. Sometimes that feels like a lot of pressure. Maybe you just want to have an okay weekend. That's fine too. We're just continuing to move through things that we go through. Okay. Alright. Look forward to content from my service animals, Poppy and Mr. Freckles. Do not delay. Their spots are so precious puppies are only puppies for so long. All right, take care, folks, and God bless. Thank you, Bosom Buddy, for reaching the end of my podcast. If you'd like to support in more ways beyond listening and sharing, please head over to anchor.fm forward slash podcast deep conversations, where you can really help me help build this sense of community and bring out the best content for you. Thank you so much for your support, and I appreciate your listenership. Bye, Bosom Buddy.